on today's show, singer Desiree Dorian. Stay tuned. Welcome to the Sunday Night Army. I'm your host, Jacob, and thank you for tuning in to another episode in the music series. Yeah, I appreciate everybody tuning in. In I think it's over 55 countries now. Terrific. I appreciate everybody. Thank you for listening. It's been a wild ride last few weeks. If you guys haven't heard all these episodes, um, somebody's been listening. Stats are off the charts, and the music continues to be amazing on the show, so it's going to be a really amazing show today for a great Canadian artist. So find me everywhere on all streaming podcast platforms and music streaming platforms. And of course, if you want to support the show and listen to more and find more amazing independent music, find all the merch stores and buy me a coffee link. And of course, keep listening to all the episodes in the link tree, the link in bio. Find everything you need there. And uh, again, thank you for listening. Let's get to the interview. So right now, I'd like to welcome to the Sunday Night Army to continue the music series special guest, another fantastic Canadian artist, Desiree Dorian. How are you today? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Well, I appreciate you coming on the show. And especially I have a fantastic song that I want to get into, a um, brand new track that you just put out and I want to get into later on in the episode. Save that for a um, little tease for uh, the audience for later on. But first, I want to congratulate you for jumping on all the charts in the uh, yeah. country charts, just being out there. Congrats, because I know it's hard to do in music, but being on the charts is, is a success in itself. So congrats on that. Thank you so much. Yeah, that was a little bit of a surprise when we uh, started charting. Almost went top ten on the iTunes charts right across the Canadian or yeah, the Canadian country music uh, iTunes charts, and that was a, a little bit of a surprise. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> fantastic. <laughs> it's a great song. That's why I'm teasing it for later. Now, let's start with uh, talking about you first. Get to know you a little bit. I want to know to start this off is uh, what led you to do music country music how did you start you know I don't really know if I ever did start I, I, I music for me has been something that I feel like I've always just done and I remember as early as you know five six years old writing lyrics and putting lyrics together and and trying to put lyrics to melody and um, so it's just something that has just always felt natural to me. Now, obviously I wasn't writing anything stellar or, or, you know, crazy profound at that age, but it, but it's just always been something that I've just done, so to speak. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And then, um, when I was about 12, 12 years old, I guess my, um, my, I was up in uh, the Pasqua Cree nation, which is, uh, the first nation that I'm from. And my aunt registered me for a talent show. And just as I was about to go on stage, I wanted to chicken out and I didn't want to go. I was, I was too scared. And she literally physically pushed me and said, <laughs> nope, you're going, <laughs> get up there. And, uh, and that was kind of the start of, of you know, performing music. And, um, you know, I, I fell in love with it. And um, it, it was almost like finding, 
finding my voice because I had, I had really started as, as a writer and wanting to, to write music. And, um, it wasn't until I was about 11, 12 years old when I really found my voice that, you know, I can actually sing some of these songs too. So, um, yeah, so that was kind of, and then it just all snowballed from there. Well, well, you mentioned your writing and let's get into that right now, because um, I want to know what inspires your writing. And you just mentioned you're being an indigenous country music artist. How does that translate into the message you want to put out there? Yeah, that's a really good question. Um, I think in a lot of my music, it's um, it's undeniable, like just because of who I am, I can't help the content that I write, if if Mm -hmm. that makes any sense. It does. you know, like I've written a lot about, um, you know, uh, uh, for instance, my, my the title track off my last record is called Break the Chain. And that song was a, a song that I co-wrote with Chris Bergaffney, who produced that record and um, was really inspired by my daughters because my um, my grandmother is a residential school survivor and my dad is a day school survivor. And being a mom myself, um, I think it's, I feel like it's incumbent on me as, as a parent to uh, make sure that my daughters are more sheltered from that intergenerational trauma than I was and that they can go on and live, uh, you know, happy and, and fulfilled lives based on the upbringing that I've provided them. And so um, I feel like a, a lot of my lyrics and my songs um, connect specifically to my indigeneity. Um, this song, however, is completely, <laughs> completely different. Yes. <laughs> It, it, it is. And um, now that you mentioned it, let's let's get into it, because uh, this has a, a country feel to it. Definitely. It is a country yeah. song. It's a country feel good song, if you could say. Uh, so let's talk about it. What inspired it? And who did you collab on this song in writing it? Yeah. So when I was uh, a teenager uh, in my late teens, I would say 18, 19, 17, 18, 19, early 20s. Um, I was, uh, you know, a kid at home, uh, and, and going to university, but I would watch CMT all of the time. And Crystal Shawanda, uh, had a show on CMT and it was about her journey to Nashville and to signing her record label and releasing her first smash single off of, uh, off of that debut album. And I just remember looking up to her as someone who was visibly, um, you know, brown skinned indigenous woman, you know, breaking and blazing a trail in mainstream country music. And, uh, it, you know, her, her talent was undeniable. So she was someone that I really looked up to uh, in, in the country music genre as a, as a young person coming up in country music. And uh, when I reached out to her, so I reached out to her in about December, November, December of 2019. Mm-hmm. I had a, a trip that I was planning to Nashville in January of 2020 just before the the shutdown and I reached out to her kind of half expecting her to say no I I really didn't think that she would give me the time of day and uh and to my surprise she didn't she said yes absolutely let's do a co-write and uh and we'll we'll schedule it and and we'll sit down and see what we can come up with so in January I was down in New Orleans for uh, Folk Alliance International and I rented a car drove through the bayou um I had pre-booked a, a week of writing in Nashville and uh, I got there and she was one of the co-writes during that week. And um, she invited me into her home. I got to, you know, I met her husband and her daughter and, and this was the song that we came up with about three hours later. So it was, um, 
kind of a bit full circle uh, for me in that mm -hmm. sense. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, sometimes I drink is the track. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good track. I've been listening to it uh, for the last <laughs> since I got it last week, um, and. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm a secret fan of country. Don't tell my audience. Um, uh -oh. <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it's fun because something like this is kind of what's in right now in, in the new country type of radio scene. Anyway, um, the drinking the, the fun songs, but uh, with a, with a message in it too. So what can you tell me about the song itself? Yeah. So when Crystal and I sat down to write it, I really wanted it to be, um, somewhat anthemic for women to give ourselves permission to let loose and get out there and just have a good time. Um, you know, like I said, I'm a mom. And so a, a lot of times when uh, some of my friends get together, there has to be some reason or some excuse, like it has to be to sell, you know, because they're having a, a candle party or mm -hmm. something. But really the candle party isn't the point. The point is that women just want to get together and have some drinks and eat some good food. Mm -hmm. So the, the whole idea was really like, let's just ditch the excuses as to, you know, why we want to get together and, and let's just get together for the sake of getting together and give ourselves that permission to meet up at a bar after work on a Friday and have some drinks, <laughs> you know, and I, and I think women have a hard time doing that. We, we have a hard time giving ourselves permission to, you know, let loose and, and, you know, not need an excuse or a reason to get together. And so um, we really just wanted it to be lighthearted in that sense. And, um, you know, em empowering also in that sense. That, that's true. And you know what, let's have the audience here. So let's listen to Sometimes I Drink by Desiree Dorian right here on the Sunday Night Army. Sometimes I drink Get a buzzin' in my brain, I don't wanna complain, but I'm going insane. Sometimes I like a glass of wine on Friday night at the lonesome high. Forget about the bills and chill, forget about everything. It's been all uphill, I don't do this all the time, I just need this tonight. Well, I might get it wrong, but I'm just trying to get it right.
I don't do this all the time, I just need this tonight Well, I might get it wrong, but I'm just trying to get it right So there you go. That was Sometimes I Drink, Desiree Dorian, still right here on the Sunday Night Army. Hope you guys enjoyed that track. Follow the links and find it and share it everywhere. And, of course, it'll be on the playlist. So let's let's talk about the video because uh, I, I've replayed that a few times also. I do my research on, on the music that I like playing. Really do. <laughs> I, I do. I do. I watched it a few times. Your view count, count went significantly up just because of me. Um, <laughs> for sure. Now, and I, I, I actually a lot of music videos too. And you guys had a lot of fun. You guys, yeah, had, you guys have... had a lot of fun. Um, I love, I love the whole bar experience. I like the, the kind of story that you guys had going in the music video. Tell me about how that shoot went. Well, we had a ton of fun. Um, so we were, when we shot that video, we were still under a ton of restrictions. Mm -hmm. And, um, the other thing that I really wanted to do coming out of the pandemic like we shot this kind of just before we were still really under tight restrictions and just before our restrictions started loosening up here in manitoba and you know because um the restrictions have been so tight for so long i really wanted to focus on supporting local in that video and mm -hmm. so what we did is we hired uh, a local production team this was the first music video that they were shot um, I'll give them a shout out at their grow media, uh, in Dawson, Manitoba, which is my hometown. Nice. And, uh, and it was a lot of fun because, um, you know, they were excited about it. And so that amped me up and, and, you know, amped my, my own excitement up because it was a project that was new to them. And, and, um, so that was really cool. And then we partnered as well with uh, little Brown jug brewing company, um, which is a, a local brewery in Winnipeg, mm -hmm. a, a craft a craft brewing company in Winnipeg and uh, they supplied the beer for the video. And so you'll see 1919 <laughs> throughout. <laughs> and, uh, and then the other thing that we did is we just hired local um, people to participate like local, like my friends. And so it was literally like going to a bar with my friends. And uh, you know, I think in some senses that would be really weird, but for me with this song and, and the, the, the messaging in the song and just like the, lightheartedness I think that that really contributed to the lightheartedness in the video and I, and I feel like um you know all of our our laughing and our like that was all that was all real none of that was was faked we we just really had a blast filming that that's awesome you guys can check out the sometimes I drink a video on YouTube go check go find Desiree there now goals for uh, the rest of this year we're halfway through uh, 2021. Anything else uh, going on for the rest of the year? Yeah, I'm uh, hitting the road. I'll be gone basically from mid, well, next week, really, uh, mid-August until 
um, September. And then I've got another follow-up song being released in October. And then we're also uh, going to be looking at a Christmas release as well. So a lot, a lot of stuff on the horizon. <laughs> that's fantastic. Now, if my audience wanted to follow uh, everything that's happening, where can they find you? So on Instagram, it's Desiree Dorian. On Twitter, Desiree Dorian. My website, DesireeDorian.com. And then on Facebook, um, some other Desiree Dorian uh, stole my name. So it's Des Dorian on Facebook. Awesome. And of course, if you guys are listening to the show, you know, you can find everything on the socials where I will link Desiree directly, just one click away to everything you need to know. So do that and check out the music. Desiree, thank you for coming on the show and talking to me today. Thank you so much for having me. I really appreciate it.